What's up, guys? It's Han, and this is episode six of Han Talks First. And if you're listening to this on the day this episode comes out, may the fourth be with you. It is the infamous fan holiday, May the 4th, a play on May the Force be with you. And it's a great day. I plan on watching some Star Wars movies today, maybe going down to the Star Wars Cantina. Uh, In L.A., we have a bar that is a replica of the Cantina from A New Hope. It's pretty cool. You can go. You can drink blue milk. Um, You can sit in the Han shot first table and just hang out with cool Star Wars fans and just talk Star Wars. So it's a great day and it's on a Saturday. So if you are someone who works during the weekday, you have the day off. And also something really cool is apparently the state of California is going to make it an official holiday so in the future if it falls on a weekday apparently um some places won't have to go to work which is kind of crazy that that's how big star wars is that means star wars has as big of an impact as martin luther king jr did to have a day dedicated to it and that some of us don't have to work or go to school. Now, what I that may be like just rumor or just somebody who started that rumor on Reddit and just like screwing with people. But if it is true, that's, that's pretty cool. And I wouldn't mind if it were true. So it's just me today, obviously. I don't have any guests and... I'm going to be covering a Snoke theory of mine. I know it kind of seems like old news now with, you know, his demise in The Last Jedi, but I still think there's a lot of mystery there, and it could still play into effect with The Rise of Skywalker, and I would like to just get into it and see what we can discover. And this is uh, the theory I have is I'm sure it, it's not, you know, completely original. I'm sure tons of you have thought of this as well. And there's tons of really good theories out there about Snoke. And I don't know, I just wanted to share it with you guys and t- have hear your take on it. So um, after you listen, please shoot me a DM or 
use the hashtag HanTalksFirst on Twitter so I can find it and tell me what you think or tell me your theories. I really want to, I really want to hear what you guys have to say too. Um, speaking of, by the way, um, there's been a couple people who have really shown some support for this channel and it's actually doing better than I thought. When I first started it, it was, it was really just for myself. I just kind of wanted to have an outlet where I could talk about Star Wars and it's grown a little bit. I'm not trying to, you know, blow this out of proportion, but there's been some people that listen regularly and that are really enjoying the content. And that means a lot to me. And I love to see it when you guys get involved. So please, um, hit me up. I, I love talking about this stuff and I want to, I want to hear from you. I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, continue to build this community of Star Wars fandom. So let's get right into it, shall we? So what do we know about Snoke from the movies? He is the supreme leader of the First Order. The First Order is a uh, a, a ruler that was built from the ashes of the empire. So it's not, it's not the empire. Let's make that clear. It's the first order is not the empire. They are two different entities and Snoke is their supreme leader. He adopts a apprentice known as Kylo Ren or Ben Swolo depending on how you want to look at it. And so it is a direct parallel of the Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader. Uh, we could also branch out a little bit more and look at um, some extended material in novels and comics and other stuff like that. We do know that Snoke is of a unknown species, and that he is from the unknown regions, regions, excuse me, in the outer rim of the galaxy. And some other things we do know about him is he's not a Sith. Um, definitely not a Sith, um, but he's he is a dark side force user. He's very force sensitive. He. Um, it it shows in the last jedi when he for example is um like throwing ray around his throne room and he does it with like the flick of a wrist you know effortlessly very force sensitive um and i'm going going to get into that my theory on why in uh just a minute but um so we also know that he's the founder of the First Order and that he's so powerful with the Force and so powerful with the dark side that his only threat is Luke Skywalker. So 
some additional information about him is he, well, so when the, when the Empire fell in, after Return of the Jedi, there was a, a group of Imperial soldiers that fled to the Outer Rim where they wouldn't be uh, discovered by Rebel Alliance uh, people. Um, and I imagine the penalty for being a part of the Empire would be, well, uh, life imprisonment or death. Um, so a group of them fled to the Unknown Regions, and the Imperial leaders then were Admiral Sloan, um, Apollon, I think, or Apollon. I'm not sure how to say his name. And uh, what's his name? Brandon or Brendan Hux and Admiral Thrawn. Um, or no, sorry. Uh, I think it's just Brandon. Brendan. I'm not sure, but something really cool is that that's actually the father of Hux in Force Awakens. So Hux is of Empire lineage. Um, and I think that's a really cool tie-in. But um, those were the main Imperial leaders after the fall of the Empire. And Snoke found them in the, you know, uncharted areas. And uh, he probably didn't know much about the um, Empire or whatever, but I believe what he saw was a band of soldiers in desperate need of leadership. And he took that opportunity to seize control of their knowledge and experience and uh, equipment and resources. And with that, he developed the First Order. And, but before the First Order was uh, officially established, that's when he, I mean, this is just, you know, speculation and theorizing here. And of course I could be wrong. You know, there's probably information I don't know that is already in existence, but I believe he, um, was in search of, um, artifacts from the empire in order to help build his first order, uh, similar to how Palpatine was searching for artifacts from uh, the Old Republic, such as holocrons and um, gateways to the world between worlds. So I believe Snoke was doing that for himself. And uh, with that, he goes through pieces of his history, which would be the Empire, and he finds out stuff about Darth Vader, and that's when he obtains the Obsidian Ring, or the Obsidian Stone, which he crafts into a ring and it's seen on his finger in both force awakens and the last jedi the obsidian stone is actually made from lava the lava that's on mustafar where darth vader's castle is and 
Uh, fun fact, obsidian is actually the same material that Vader's suit is made out of. And the importance, the historical importance of obsidian stone is that it's said to bring luck to whoever um, has it. And so I believe that when he found some artifacts within Vader's castle, the stone being one of them, he devised into a ring to wear to bring him luck when establishing and building his first order. And it clearly worked. It may have been a placebo effect on him because it didn't bring him immortality, of course. He died. But it did uh, give him the intestinal fortitude to create a first order with the caliber that it is and go after his ultimate threat, Luke Skywalker. Also, while he was going through artifacts in Vader's castle, um, I believe he also went through artifacts in the uh, Death Stars, uh, of course, um, even the moon, the forest moon of Endor. And I believe while he was searching for these things, that's how he came across Darth Vader's helmet. And I think that's why Kylo Ren has it. It was given to him by Snoke. And Snoke is one of the uh, influences on Kylo Ren in telling him the history of his grandfather. And the reason why Kylo becomes obsessed with his grandfather is because Snoke gave him a false image of who he really was and glorified him and made him seem ultimate, powerful, and um, idolized him, really. And with that, he gave him the the mask, and that was kind of like a totem for him to uh, move forward with the dark side and go down the path of his, of his grandfather. So with that, I also believe Snoke, you know, manipulated... Um, the Kylo's view on the history of episode four through six and didn't tell him what really happened. So when it comes from his parents, it's Leia, it appears to be a lie. And that could be why Kylo Ren is so complex and so sensitive because uh, it seems like his parents, the closest things to him, are lying to him about what really happened. And it's not always easy to hear the truth, you know. And it was probably more uh, realistic and heartwarming to hear that Darth Vader was a um, a powerful leader um, and the bad stuff was left out. So that's a little bit of background about my Snoke theory. Where I think it's going to go is, you know, a lot of people are speculating that uh, Snoke was Palpatine in a uh, surrogate form or a possessed form or even just by puppeteering. I do not believe that at all. I really want to get far away from that because I think that's kind of cheating almost. Um, 
I I do believe Palpatine's going to come back in episode nine, but he it in physical form that is um, because if you think about how ultimately powerful um, Emperor Palpatine was and how smart and sophisticated and tactical he is, he's very similar to Thrawn in just the way he thinks and the way he always has a contingency plan and he's um, just a very smart, well-educated guy. Um, Of course, when he probably had a plan for after he died, right? So I think that he was doing that behind the scenes and with Snoke coming into play, he could just let that happen. You know, kind of like, of course, Snoke would be a threat to Palpatine, but Palpatine needs to recover from uh, the demise of the Empire. And so while building that up, Snoke is at the forefront, distracting everybody from what's actually going on in the deeper sense of everything, of the dark side. And so I do believe they knew about each other. Uh, I think Snoke thought Palpatine was dead, but they I do not think they were working together at all. And once Snoke died, that gave Palpatine, one, enough time to recover and build up his empire again, Empire Two, And... He was able to, once he died, he, now he's able to come back headstrong because everyone's distracted and they think it's over. They killed the final threat and I guess peace is brought back to the galaxy. At least on, I'm not considering Kylo to be a huge threat at this point. And I don't think Palpatine thinks so either. Um, so that's where I think we're at. Anyway, that's what I would love to see. I don't know exactly how to execute that, but um, I would love to see that come to fruition, at least in my theory anyway. So, yeah, that's pretty much my uh, my Snoke theory. I'm sorry it's not like anything too crazy or far out there, but um, actually it's not even that much of a theory onto who Snoke is because I'm still a little confused myself. Um, I would love to hear really more about where he's from and what his ultimate goal was. Um, I don't believe it was to uh, discover immortality. Actually, what would be really cool is, so for one to, let's talk about Darth Plagueis the Wise real quick. His the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise was, was that he was looking for a way to cheat death. So that means to become immortal. But to be immortal does not mean that you cannot be killed. That just means you cannot die of natural causes. So maybe that's what Snoke was. Maybe he was immortal. I mean, he was a very frail, old, withered, scarred, beaten up man. Or at least we think he's a man. We don't know his species. But maybe he was a... Um, Maybe he was immortal, and maybe he was Plagueis. I don't know. Maybe Snoke taught Plagueis how to uh, cheat death, but I think that's interesting. And the last thing I'll say about Snoke is that I believe he is from a part of the world or the universe outside of the charted regions that the Force is not 
Well, in in the galaxy we know of Star Wars, the Force is uh, a power source, right? It is the it is life itself, and it goes through everyone and everything, and it's bas- it's essentially a soul, a, a heartbeat throughout the entire galaxy, and anyone can access it. It's like oxygen. We can breathe it. We can. We can hold it, we can harness it, we can exchange it. Um, it. It exists. And so in our galaxy, only certain people who study it can use it as um, a weapon or as uh, a meditating source or uh, to build technology to communicate um, I'm like drawing a blank. What else is it used for? To uh, <laughs> control people. Um, you know, now that I'm saying this out loud, it, it can really be used more for negative things than positive. Um, and so for a Jedi to use it for good shows really um, just that they're, they're very humble and they're very, they have good hearts. Um because it's so easy to use it for um, bad things. I just think it's pretty cool. But anyway, in our galaxy of Star Wars, it's known as, it's called a religion and stuff like that, a practice uh, way of life, right? Um, and only certain people use it. I believe that in the Outer Rim, in the Uncharted regions, the Force is no, it's it's not a a thing that people talk about or <clears throat> study or learn to adapt and use and it's uh, it's very mythological. I believe that the force is something that every single person has and uses and it's um their way of life and it's not special that any one person can have it. I believe that everyone has has it has it I believe that everyone has it. <laughs> oh my god. And uses it evenly. And it's it's just like breathing. Everybody does it. And so essentially they are the force. Every single person on the outside since everyone can use it. And that could be why <clears throat> those uncharted regions are so dangerous. And so um well why they're uncharted in the first place? No one wants to go there because everyone's Freaking insane using the force <laughs> and, uh, us regular people can't keep up. It's like a human species going to space and discovering aliens with a completely different way of life. That's just one way to look at it. Um, so I believe Snoke coming from those parts of the universe into our galaxy is he, when he uses the force, it's just like an everyday thing for him. And to the people in Star Wars Galaxy, it's like, um, oh, he's a Sith, right? He's not a Sith. He's more than that. He he is the Force. Um, I probably explained that terribly, but that's just something to think about. You know, we still there's still a lot about Star Wars we don't know about, guys. I mean, a, a lot of people say, you know, why are we just talking about the Skywalkers and Stuff like that when I, I, I kind of get it. I kind of don't. I love the Skywalker stories, the saga itself. I think that that is 
the main part of Star Wars. There are tons of other things to talk about, and we get into that with comics and books and a little bit with video games. But, um, yeah, let's take a step to those outer regions. Let's really get into things we haven't seen before, and um, let's talk about Snoke. Let's let's talk about the Force. Let's, the Force is the, the thing that we really don't look too deep into, and I think we should because it really is a character in these movies. It it has um, the potential to be uh, so much more than I think it is, and I really want to see us get into it. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's all I'm going to talk about today. That's my Snoke theory. Hope you enjoyed it. Please let me know what you think and add to it. You know, hit me up. But um, coming soon, uh, we have some more... <clears throat> I'm having some more guests come on, and uh, we're going to be talking about the music of Star Wars really soon. I'm trying to get a panel together of musicians where we can all pitch in and talk about it, and um, I'm still working on my Obi-Wan story of the events that take place between Episode 3 and Episode 4, just an Obi-Wan story of the events that happened to him on Tatooine and how he copes with PTSD and uh, him becoming the humble, amazing, awesome, super powerful, incredible Jedi that he becomes in A New Hope. There's a lot to uh, tell there, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to check out, if you want to show some extra support, go check out our Patreon page. Um, it's just patreon.com slash first. And, of course, we're on Twitter and Instagram, um, YouTube, Got my trailer reaction up there. So if you guys want to see what I look like, that's the place to do it. But, um, yeah, Um, may the fourth be with you. And I'll see you guys next week.